You're listening to the AW360 podcast from Advertising Week. Our guest this week is Dragorod Kanezi, CEO and co-founder of Izon. Izon is an innovative platform in the e-commerce space that allows brands to interact with consumers online as if they were physically shopping in a store. We discuss Izon's unique proposition to brands and how they turn the negatives of the pandemic into a business positive. I hope you enjoy the episode. Drago, welcome to the AW360 podcast. We're pleased to have you today. Thanks for having me. And whereabouts are you as, as we're conversing today? Well, uh, at the moment, I'm in, in Russia, in Moscow, uh, but I'm usually traversing between Moscow and London and, and a couple of other countries in Europe, mostly. Excellent. But today I'm in Moscow, yeah. <laughs> You're co-founder and CEO of Aizen. Tell us a little about Aizen and what you guys do. Aizen is a live video shopping company, uh, as we position it right now. So uh, basically, in a nutshell, what we do is we're providing a SaaS solution, a software solution for uh, large enterprises, retailers and brands, manufacturer brands, uh, with a uh, connection between their uh, online customers, uh, their websites, shops, marketplaces, stores, uh, and their offline or brick and mortar infrastructure. So with their physical shops and the shop assistants and experts in their physical retail infrastructure. So basically providing a the closest possible uh, to uh, uh, real life uh, shopping experience, uh, physical shopping experience for online customers worldwide. And you're formerly, you were CSO at Publicis, is that correct? Yes, yeah, so I was uh, chief strategic officer and had strategy in several uh, uh, large advertising marketing uh, groups, uh, mostly in Eastern Europe. Yeah, the last the last uh, one was Publicis Group, uh, and uh, uh, as chief strategic officer, I was responsible for um, most of uh, large accounts, uh, big companies, brands, Unilever, P&G, Nestle, Coca-Cola, uh, uh, for the brand strategy, communication strategy, including creative and media uh, strategy for, for key accounts. And how did those experiences sort of help inform you as to your present at Eisen? Yeah, I would say it, it didn't just help me to, <laughs> it just informed uh, it actually made a, 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 the, the experience and, and the heritage that I had working with, with brands with uh, more and more uh, challenges uh, connected to e-commerce and uh, part of the marketing and brand communications uh, connected to e-commerce performance, uh, uh, basically directly, direct, this direct experience uh, basically impacted uh, the idea and conceptualization uh, of Aizon as a product <clears throat> and how it can be actually useful to uh, uh, help overall marketing uh, and sales strategy for uh, large players uh, that are going through digital transformation and shifting from offline uh, to online more aggressively, how, how to make this transition more safe, more reasonable, and more impactful. And if you don't mind, walk me through the process. So let's pretend I am a big brand and I have big brand products and I'm looking to sell them through e-commerce solutions, you know, be it an Amazon or my own online store or what have you. Where does Aizen come into play during that process? Yeah, so what we assume, uh, uh, at least uh, most of the clients that we are working with uh, are the clients who are 
well into the digital transformation, which means that they have direct customer uh, sites and shops uh, uh, with at least some traffic, uh, working also uh, obviously on marketplaces. And, and uh, at the moment, uh, most of uh, these players are uh, uh, having a really tough time uh, between balance, balancing, imbalancing between uh, two key uh, uh, strategic things. <laughs> uh, first one uh, is uh, providing a, a high quality and high volume of customer traffic online. So they're shifting uh, aggressively into uh, uh, online sales. So uh, their main focus uh, for, for a long time already is uh, getting as much online traffic, traffic as possible. Uh, but from the other side, uh, there's a very serious strategic challenge and it becomes more and more dramatic as we see it, uh, is a, a while you're chasing uh, this huge online traffic uh, and transferring your offline traffic to your online channels, uh, is the retention, is the uh, uh, increase of uh, loss of control uh, and loss of the customers that you've transferred from your offline business to online. Uh, so losing them uh, to competitive brands and losing them to marketplaces directly uh, where you work. Uh, and also uh, uh, the main challenge when it comes to retention is the customer experience. So uh, uh, disability uh, online currently uh, to create a, a strong point of difference when it comes to customer experience. So what they used to uh, have is a possibility to create unique uh, customer experiences, so service services in brick and mortar stores, fully controlling their showrooms, fully controlling their promotions, uh, being very creative in instruments to uh, uh, keep their clients loyal and keep their clients coming back to the stores. When you go, once you go online and once you really put a lot of effort into it, you, you very, very quickly start understanding that the instruments that you have online uh, on your direct-to-customer website, in marketplaces, in your partnership retail uh, online stores are pretty much the same as uh, they are uh, uh, with your competitors. So the main challenge is keeping the balance and keeping the healthy digital transition uh, while gaining traffic, uh, new traffic, not to lose uh, the customer that you freshly obtained online or that you transferred from your brick and mortar infrastructure. Izon is basically all about creating unique, uh, very personal, uh, very engaging customer experience one-on-one -on -one between the brand or the shop uh, and the online customer that is as close to uh, brick and mortar experience as possible. So basically it's the uh, possibility to be very creative uh, uh, with the way that you are uh, building your customer experience online. That's your attention. What sort of challenges did you kind of come across as it relates to the pandemic? I know that that had a, a pretty significant impact one direction or another. I know that Eisen's been around pre-pandemic. So, you know, you guys were already underway before that even happened. But what kind of challenges or even opportunities did that present or both for that matter? Yeah, oh, actually, it was uh, indeed it was both uh, because we are pre-pandemic. Uh, uh, lockdown was kind of a, uh, uh, well, that's not a fortunate joke, but we are joking internally uh, <laughs> that it was a uh, an ideal viral marketing campaign, literally. <laughs> uh, so basically what we've got, <laughs> what we've got is uh, we've got a very powerful amplification of all our messages in Eastern Europe and our pilot market was uh, initially in Eastern Europe. Uh, all of our messaging 
prior to lockdown got really, really quickly amplified and very broadly delivered uh, in a very short period of time during the beginning of 2020. Uh, so that was the, I mean, the, the opportunity that opened was that uh, we had a lot of uh, uh, problems uh, and, and had to do a lot of, lot of make a lot, a lot of efforts uh, to provide pilots uh, with large players. Once lockdown came, there was really no other possibility than to uh, start using something that, that we already had. Uh, so that was that was a fortunate thing, but the barriers or the challenges uh, that come came with that is the overall hype uh, that was activated uh, during 2020 and 2021 around live video shopping. So whenever we came to the client and uh, presented and started talking about live video shopping solution, uh, we were immediately identified as a broadcasting platform like uh, AliExpress or Amazon Live. Uh, so the platform or the software for uh, brands to utilize uh, influencers and to talk to the broad audience uh, uh, in a broadcast format, which was not which, which was not initially the product that we were delivering. We were focused on uh, live one-on-one -on -one personal on-demand. Uh, live translations between brands and customers. So uh, an experience that's initiated by the online customers and the live uh, video presentation of the product to that customer uh, from the shop assistant from the store. So we had a huge amount of problems explaining why this is uh, more efficient and more interesting and more suitable for the situation that, that uh, uh, clients were dealing with then uh, influencer broadcasts from Instagrams or an Amazon Live and whatnot. So uh, basically, uh, uh, it is both uh, a very a huge opportunity and, and, and uh, uh, a huge uh, uh, speed in which clients made their decisions to try us, uh, but also a lot of confusion about uh, what do they eventually get uh, when it comes to live video experience that we provide. And what was the, the sort of success that you saw once you had kind of explained it the way you needed to yeah. and, 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 you know, presumably they, they started using it? What, what kind of results are you seeing? Yeah, so uh, after that, it was easy. So over the uh, end of 2020, uh, beginning 2021, we stopped getting these questions like, uh, uh, you know, rhetorical questions, uh, how this can be more uh, ROI efficient, or how this can be more efficient in general than, than broadcasts uh, with influencers. Once we got a lot of figures and uh, until the end of 2020, we were already working with uh, 15, 16 uh, different verticals industries, starting with apparel, clothes, uh, uh, DIY, furniture, uh, beauty, market, fashion, all the way to cars uh, and real estate. Uh, our average conversion from, uh, from video, uh, uh, live video, uh, live on-demand video with a customer to purchase uh, hit in December 2020, hit uh, uh, 22%. Uh, and uh, early 2021 uh, hit 27% uh, wow. so from, from video to purchase, which is which made our further pitching really easy because it's basically <laughs> an average brick and mortar conversion. So our promise basically starting 2021 was really simple. We are promising the conversion of brick and mortar uh, store uh on your online uh sales channel in your online sales channels and that's basically what we are uh delivering right now 
Uh, obviously, there's a, there are a lot of disclaimers around that. So anyone can call bullshit on that statement and they would be partially right. Uh, I'm not sure if I can say bullshit. Uh, you're fine. Okay, so um, uh, uh, obviously when we're speaking about incremental growth of sales of products that are uh, connected this way, connecting online customer with the shop this way, uh, is not 20 something percent, it's much smaller and it's very much connected to adoption rate. So the longer the service is used and the more customers are using it uh, uh, two plus times uh, within uh, at least several months. Uh, so the higher adoption rate is, uh, the higher is incremental growth. Uh, uh, yet what we successfully uh, proved uh, with two, almost two and a half uh, years now, uh, with a lot of different cases, is that we are very successful in working with a category of, of customers online that we define as window shoppers or those who are just browsing literally mm -hmm. uh, uh, so we are very good in converting we're converting over 20 percent of those customers at your product page that wouldn't make a purchase uh, in this exact online session so they would be late for, for later so all in all uh, it's a very good conversion tool uh, from one side from the other side it's very very powerful uh, retention and loyalty building tool we see uh, at the moment with our largest uh, clients. And we have, uh, uh, for example, consumer electronics and home appliances top three players in Eastern Europe. Uh, for last one and a half years, they are using uh, the service. We have uh, over 20% of heavy users, which means users who are, who are using and referring to this service uh, at, least, uh, 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 at least once per month, even when they're just uh, informing their future purchases. So it really works on frequency of the website visit, uh, overall engagement, the number of products that the customer tends to browse this way, uh, and obviously the length of the online session. So across all of the parameters that actually build, uh, build habit and build uh, loyalty. That's pretty amazing results, though, really. I mean, when you when you stop and think about it, I mean, this is, you know, still early days in a way for, you know, all of this technology and, and all of these different methods to use it. So that's that's very impressive. My last question is to do with the future. We've had kind of a, a strange two years globally, to say the least. What do you see down the road, both for Aizen and for the, you know, just the industry yeah. in general, next five years or so? Yeah, well, uh, it's easy for us. It's not about futurism. It's about something that we are uh, already uh, basically piloting. So it will be easier for me to, to paint this picture uh, sh uh, in short. Mm -hmm. uh, we do see a very strong convergence between two really dominant paradigms when it comes to e-commerce customer experience uh, in next five to 10 years, uh, uh, if we are not speaking about uh, meta-universes and all the stuff that will still not come <laughs> in <laughs> next couple of years, no matter how we would like to see that or wouldn't. Um, uh, there are two uh, main vectors. First is obviously live video-based uh, marketing and sales. So we have no doubt uh, that our model, our competitors, uh, and broadcast live video, influencers videos, all of this is going to grow because what we see as a mega trend is basically live video as a, as a creative and storytelling format, uh, taking the position of uh, what was once uh, in 70s, uh, in 20th century, in 70s and 80s uh, was done by uh, uh, video ads. So basically, they will be a very strong uh, brand engagement and brand equity builder uh, uh, and also sales builder. And then the second uh, vector and the second megatrend is shoppable marketing. 
uh, or shoppable ads as a format, which is basically a paradigm uh, that, uh, uh, that uh, 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 understands that the online overall, any channel, any touch point with your customer, any format of interaction with your customer, which is predominantly ads of different kinds, uh, are not just uh, the instruments, future instruments of uh, attracting traffic to the stores, uh, online or offline, but are actually stores uh, themselves. So shoppable ad as a format that allows customer to uh, see the ad, uh, get information about the product, and within this ad format, make the purchase without visiting the website. So basically introducing impulse purchase into online shopping paradigm. Uh, which was conspicuously absent for the last 20 years of online uh, uh, retail evolution, uh, is the second megatrend. So when it comes to this, and then it's very easy, if you connect these two, uh, and this is what we are exactly piloting and working on right now, is providing this live on-demand video shopping experience from any touch point. So being touch point, fully touch point agnostic, allowing our clients to connect their online customers uh, per specific product through any type of online or offline advertising using QR codes directly to the store, brand expert, shop assistants, warehouses, fulfillment centers, and whatnot, basically bypassing a larger portion of the marketing funnel. So going directly from banner ad, uh, pre-roll on YouTube, or native placement with a hyperlink in an article about the product directly to the shop within a minute. Uh, and including in Vision, uh, all of the payment uh, to cart and payment instruments. Uh, so to make this transition uh, as smooth as possible. Ideally, what I would paint as a future uh, is the alliance between live video format and shoppable marketing mechanics uh, that allows for customer, not just to inform about the product uh, using live video, but also to make the decision, make the purchase, uh, not leaving the uh, place of initial contact with the brand and uh, actually not visiting the store. It's the paradigm where store is everywhere your, where your brand is present, social media, uh, banner ads, video ads, uh, or your direct, ma direct mail campaign. Amazing. Well, that sounds like a good future. Uh, where can people find out more about Eisen? Well, uh, at the moment, uh, uh, we have two sources where uh, that would be uh, that would give <laughs> the most results. We are very kind of secretive. Uh, we're very kind of secretive startups. So most of our uh, materials are directly delivered to the client. But at the moment, there are two uh, places. One is meet.izon.live, uh, which is a small presentation that basically illustrates uh, most of the stuff that I've touched and mentioned uh, above. And then uh, our new website uh, is going to be refreshed literally within uh, this week. Uh, is uh, izon.live, uh, uh, where uh, there will be much more uh, thorough, uh, uh, there will be much more information about all of our products and instruments and the ecosystem of solutions that we provide. Um, uh, so if you visit it uh, at the moment when this will go on air, I suppose it, it will be already up and running. Excellent. Well, Drago, it's been wonderful talking to you. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Thank you for inviting me. It was a pleasure. Thanks for listening. For more content like this, or to find out more about our world-leading events for the advertising, marketing, and technology industries, visit our website at www.advertisingweek.com or follow us on your favorite social media platforms.